You've just accessed Shekinah glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Rex Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. Ephesians chapter number 4 verses 26 through 32, the Amplified Version, Ephesians chapter number 4. What are we talking about? Come on, say it again. The power of forgiveness. The power of forgiveness. And I'm going to say some things and I want you to jot down these notes. If you guys want to, you can feel, uh, put someone in pastor's seat that way it and they'll act like pastor today, so they're going to root and cheer like pastor. Amen. Of course, she is home again with the tear, and we decree that she's whole in Jesus' name. Amen. So what are we talking about? The power of forgiveness. Father, we thank you for your word, for the interest of your word, given understanding, even to the simple. When you say this, Father, I receive my portion on today my life would never ever ever be the same as a result of hearing receiving and acting on your word amen all right we're going to talk about the power of forgiveness and this really fits every individual being that there are those who have been hurt by someone be it a husband, a wife, a friend, a significant other, or perhaps someone that you do not know. And something that we're going to discover throughout this teaching is that forgiveness is for you. No matter how bad, how deep the hurt, forgiveness is for you. And I want you to write this down. Uh, this is a quote, um, and I, I guess uh, this is going um, volume two of Sophia, words of Sophia. Living bitter is the enemy to you living better. Living bitter is the enemy to you living better. And some of the most captious, astringent, obstinate people are those who bear the name of Jesus. Not all, but some of the most hateful individuals. Stubborn individuals are those who are bearing the name of Jesus. I'm talking about people who have made bitterness their companion. And that is a bad place to be because as long as you are bitter, nothing will get better. I want to say that again. As long as you are bitter, nothing will get better. Now, uh, here's, here's, here's what we have to understand that whenever you hold a grudge, whenever you are bitter and resentful and refuse, notice I say refuse to forgive because it's a choice. Um, it affects you spiritually. It affects you mentally and it affects you physically. Spiritually because it gets you in a place where you become stubborn in the fact that I'm refusing to do what God has instructed me to do. And what we got to realize is that when you are offended and when you get hurt, there are cousins and relatives that comes along with it. That's why Hebrews tells us, don't allow the root of bitterness to grow because it, you go from stage to various stages. You go from hurt to being angry to mad to now you have the spirit of murder on you. You, you remember Saul? Had a jealous eye against David. He experienced all these various types of emotions. So it affects you spiritually. And watch this. It, it, and since I become resentful and upset and mad, uh, I'm, not, I'm here, but I'm not here. So I'm not really a participant of anything that has to do with kingdom because I'm so gripped by the thing that offended me. It affects you mentally because uh, it disturbs our emotions. 
It causes us to be topsy-turvy. The more you think about it, again, the, the worse you get. And you go through all these emotions. And it's a known fact that when we hold and harbor unforgiveness, it affects our physical bodies. And some people are, are challenged. Not because it's hereditary. Not because it's because of your diet. It's because they choose or they refuse to forgive. So some sicknesses are self-inflicted. It's not that God did this to you. Some people just refuse to let go. Now, we're not saying it's easy. That's why, that's why if you remember last week, we talked about the, the greater power that's on the inside of us. So, I, you know, if it's up to me, we probably, you know, some... Uh, let, let's say us we ain't gonna never forgive <laughs> but through the power of Jesus and since I'm called to love like Jesus love I forgive you and this is about nine of y'all looking at me as if I, I still don't I can't ride with that you can't move on while holding on. That's another quote that's going in volume two. You cannot move on while holding on. That's why when people just say divorce, for instance, if they really didn't forgive and, and sever that thing, you still take that bitterness and resentment. And now this new man or female, they become victims. Now they are abused because you are still upset at same thing with churches. This is some, and, and, and this is what's disheartening, and I'm praying that it's going to change because even when you look throughout Christendom, most there, there are not a lot of new conversions. It's just saint swapping churches. There ain't a lot of new people getting saved. It is about 95%. It's, let me say this way uh, uh, statistically, only about 10% of people who are joining churches are new converts, being that never had a relationship with Jesus. Everybody else just mad because they, you know, maybe you got offended here and you got upset at that and you done left. And imagine what the church would look like if we chose to forgive and not take offense. Everybody will have multiple services. We'll sit right where God told us to. Ephesians 4, and, and notice, I said you can't move on while holding on, and it's hard to live better if, while living bitter. And here the apostle is encouraging those at Ephesus to live as children of light. <laughs> In other words, he's saying, once you have encountered Jesus, you should live in such a way, we as Christians should live in such a way that expresses gratitude to God for our salvation. In other words, if I'm naming the name of Jesus, my attitude, my lifestyle, my actions, my conversations should reflect Jesus. Since I am his child. So I should live in such a way that it shows gratitude to the Lord. And just like he has forgiven us in all of our mess, we should be quick to forgive others or willing to forgive others. Because depending on the nature of the offense, it may take some longer to forgive than others. But the sooner, the better. So can we read verses 26 to 23? And man, I got 21 minutes left, but I may take an extra five today because I feel you need to get this. There's some folk who boiling right now. Yeah, they boiling right now, boy. He, he <laughs> no, somebody' life can be spared because of this teaching. No, you see, y'all think I'm playing. You know how many people just. Be, be, because they let that thing fester and boil and they went out and reacted the wrong way 
So I'm going to do this for that gentleman. And the woman as well. Are you there? Verse 26. Be angry. Now, now hold on. Hold on. It's talking about having a righteous indignation. He's talking about sin perpetuating in the body of Christ. A lot of times we took that. Be, be angry and sin. Well, he's sin. Don't put up with sin in the church. If you see others going wrong, you know, deal with it before the sun go down. Because if they allow the devil, if they get along with the devil, the situation is going to get worse. Now, you can take that as an individual as well, but in the context of what he's saying, that as a body, we shouldn't allow people to walk around bitter, offended, holding up. No, we got to hold each other accountable. So be angry. Are y'all here? At sin, at immorality, at injustice, and ungodly behavior. Yet, do not sin. <laughs> do not let your anger cause you shame, nor allow it to last until the sun goes down. Let, let me say something. I say this all the time. The word of God is of no benefit to anybody who refuses to do what it says. And do not give the devil an opportunity. So what he's saying is when you let this thing fester, you give the devil an opportunity. So I need to, if, if, if it occurred now, let me talk to you now. I, if, because if I let you go home. And I tell Susie about it. Oh, it's all over. And do not give the devil an opportunity to lead you into sin by holding a grudge. Or nurturing anger, harboring resentment, or cultivating bitterness. Verse 28. The thief who has become a believer must no longer steal, but instead he must work hard, making an honest living, producing that which is good with his own hands, so that he will. And we're focusing on verse 31 and 32, but I thought it would be good to just add these in so that he would have something to share with those in need. Do not let unwholesome, foul, profane, worthless, cursing, vulgar expletives come out of. Oh, y'all don't have that version, do you? Let me. Do not let unwholesome, foul, profane, worthless, vulgar, vulgar. That's all them mothers and sons of. You got to let them go. Words ever come out of your mouth, <laughs> but only such speech as is good for building up others according to the need and occasion so that, would be, so that it would be a blessing to those who hear you speak. And do not grieve Holy Spirit of God. See, when we refuse to forgive and do what God says, we don't want to grieve Holy Spirit, but seek to please him. So we honor him by responding the way he will respond, by whom you were sealed and marked. Branded as God's own for the day of redemption, the final deliverance from the consequences of sin. Verse 30, uh, uh, 1 and 32 are focal verses. Let all, let all, let all, let all. You see, it, it, see, we can't be selective in how much of it we hold and let go. We need to let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor, uh, perpetual animosity, resentment, strife, fault finding. Boy, boy, this is a bless your life. Bless us if we receive it. And slander be put away from you, along with every kind of malice, all spitefulness, verbal abuse, and malevolence. Verse 32, be kind. No, y'all reading this too fast. Be kind. It doesn't hurt to be kind. What's wrong with being nice? Be kind and helpful to one another. Tenderhearted, compassionate, understanding, forgiving one another readily and freely, just as God in Christ also forgave you. Colossians 3, 12, 13, amplified. Here again, he's talking about living that new life. So those of us who are believers, our lifestyle should reflect that of Jesus. He forgave us. So guess what? Nobody's saying 
it's going to be easy. That's why when I'm weak, well, he's always strong, but he's strong in me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I can do all things through. Now, on my own, I'm no good. But if I depend on Christ's strength, which strengthens me. So as God's own chosen people who are holy, set apart, sanctified for his purpose and well-beloved by God himself, put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, which has the power. Hold on. Hold on. Listen to this. If we will put these things on, it has the power to end. Boy, hold on. Whatever. And do you see this? Whatever injustice or unpleasantness comes with good temper. If we put on a heart of compassion, let me look at the whole paradigm. Look, let me look at this thing front and back. How would I want them to treat me if I committed the same? And, and let me tell you, there are some people who have done some stuff that make you want to shoot up the whole house. But we're talking about people who are children of God and as bad as our flesh want to cut up, I have to do it God's way if I want to live better. See, we're missing this because nobody's saying it's going to be easy. That's why we're relying on God's strength. Put on the heart of compassion. He's telling us how to do this. God told Mighty. Let me tell you something. People being raised by wolves, dogs, cows, cats. We don't know who we running into when somebody acts stupid. That's why we need to put this stuff on. So when they act crazy, I just don't react crazy. I, Lord Jesus, you need to help me. You need to help me. And see, here's what you got to realize. A lot of people are acting out of their emotions. Listen to this. Because of their hurt. Some people are mad because daddy left. Some people are mad because mama left. Some people are mad because they got a divorce or this happened or that happened. So they're just reacting. It wasn't that they meant to do it. They were just so angry that it got the best of them. Everybody not that we're not justifying because here we just he said just he just told us if you you used to be a thief, stop stealing. But everybody that's still not stealing just to be crazy. Some people hungry. Daddy not working, mama not working. And we're not justifying you stealing. Ask me, I'll give you a sandwich. But the point is, we got to start looking at things from a different perspective. Let me put on some compassion. First, why you steal? Let's let's try to investigate. What made you steal? Are you guys here? Do y'all want to hear this? Okay. All right. Bearing graciously with one another. Listen to this. Notice earlier I said it's a choice. Willingly forgiving each other. Bearing graciously with one another. And what does willingly mean? That means you have to choose to do this. (laughs) Well, Pastor, you just pastor, pastor, pastor. Choose. Been there, done that. Huh? When, when we, some years ago, 2011 to be exact, when we had to. It's starting to bother me now. Help me, Holy Ghost. Help me, Jesus. Die, feelings, die. You're under my feet. Ah. But when we had to go different ways, man, y'all don't know the kind of stuff. I was home praying and stuff, thoughts that I was. And see, here's the thing. Just because the thought come don't mean you're going to do it. 
And sometimes you can't stop the thought from coming, but you can deal with it once it comes. Now, I'm not going to go over there and do that. As bad as I want to, I'm not going to. Devil, I won't do such a thing. So I have to practice this. And I don't know if you guys remember, but that very next Sunday, I taught a message how to handle persecution. And it was that message that got me through that thing. So I'm not sitting up here talking from out of the side of my neck. I know what it's like to be hurt. And, 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 and listen, it, 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 just because this happened, that happened, it, it could have been something small. What may be small to you may be big to somebody else and vice versa. But hurt, no pain sounds good to me. But hurt is hurt. Bearing graciously with one another and willingly forgiving each other. If one has cause for a complaint against another, just as the Lord has forgiven you, so should you do what? Hate. It has caused a lot of problems in this world, but it has not solved one yet. Maya Angelou says that. And the reason why things don't get solved, because people are responding out of hate. And you cannot solve a problem with the same mentality that got you into the problem. And probably, and this just, and I think this is true, probably one of the most difficult and strenuous things to do, even as a Christian, is to forgive those who have wronged us in some kind of way. Oh, it's arduous. Oh, it, oh it's, 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 it, oh, what? And, and just let me say this. Let me say this, because, again, it's for you. Have I given you the definition of forgiveness yet? I'll give it to you. But but just, just just let me say this. We are on a fallen planet. Been man fell. And it is inevitable to continue to go through life without ever being disappointed, hurt, misunderstood rejected ever again and i'm saying that to say hey live long enough the well the opportunity will present itself let me put it that way luke 17 1 says this it is impossible that no offenses should come you don't want to be the one causing it but he says listen it is impossible so the opportunity to be offended, the opportunity to be hurt. Notice, offense is a choice. So if I'm offended, that means, if I refuse to forgive, that means something offended me and it's now holding me captive. So it's a choice. It's a choice to take it and it's a choice to let it go. But the opportunity to be offended when you leave here, you, you, there, somebody's going to, you're going to run into somebody who potentially, why y'all, y'all okay? Let me, because I sense the unforgiveness more on this side. Let me talk, let me get up close on you. Any, many, many. But the opportunity <laughs> to be offended, man, it's not going anywhere. That means, Kinshasa, you can go to lunch after service and the waitress potentially could offend you. Why? Slow about bringing a tea. Well, why? I could choose to let that bother me, Arca. And I'm saying that to say we can't live our lives bottled up as if it'll never happen again. So the answer is, man, go and forgive because it may happen again. Just get in the habit of it. This is what I do. What? Live a life of forgiving others. Just as Jesus did for me. Get, look at your neighbor and say, get used to it. Get used to forgiving. Matter of fact, smack somebody today. and get to, Well, don't smack them, but just, just get in the... <laughs> you don't want to be the one causing it. Well... Retry, retract that. Don't go because somebody almost got. Don't don't do it here. Because you slap somebody in here, you on your own. You're on your own. 
Security does not protect sanctified. Their job is to look after the men, not you. So if you go to fight, they're going to come closer to me. <laughs> See, human nature suggests that this is what human nature says, retaliate. That's what we're told. And some are still under that eye for eye. That's not what Jesus tells us to do. But no matter how bad the hurt, how much we want others to experience the same hurt and pain that we feel, nowhere in the Bible are we told to harbor offense. No, uh, nowhere in the Bible are we told to hold it. Store up that anger. Rather, we are told to readily, willingly, and freely forgive just as Jesus has forgiven us. Romans 12, 17, 18. Let me read it, NLT, because uh, I want to get some things to you. Never pay back evil for more evil. Do things in such a way that everyone can see you are honorable, are a child of God. Never pay back evil with what? Do you see this? With more evil. Do all that you can. It, as much as possible, live at peace with all men. As one translation says, do all you can to live in peace with what? So you want to be a what maker? A peacemaker. And if we would do the things that Jesus encourages us to do, I promise you. No, no matter. What did that verse say? It says, no matter what the injustice is. And can I say this? It's, it's actually harder to harbor than it is to let it go. It's actually harder to stay mad than it is to... Don't you feel... Anybody ever been there as a that Don't you feel silly when you're walking around not speaking? It's just like... You, 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 and you don't sleep whether you're upstairs, downstairs, wherever you are. You tossing and turning all night. It's, it's worse trying to... You might as well say, Oh, heck with it, girl. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Now let's make up and go on about our business. Because it's, it's, it's tumultuous trying to, to, then it gets to where you don't even know why, why you're mad. And act like you're reading your Bible. You ain't reading it because you're too focused on the offense. Then if you're reading it that much, there ought to be something that says, now go over there and talk to him. After you get through praying in the Holy Ghost, now go kiss him on the cheek. Uh-oh. We talking about relationships now. All America's like, no, nah, you need to get back on forgiveness. Get back on forgiveness. Well, that's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> forgiveness. In the Greek, write this down. Forgiveness, it literally means to let go. That's what it means. To let go. As when a person, listen to this, does not demand Payment for a debt. For the wages of sin is debt or the payment. But the gift of God is what? Eternal life. And Jesus counseled our debt by while we were yet sinners. He died for us. And he counseled that penalty against us. A lot of people think that way sin means the ways of sin is that a lot of people take that as being like if you miss it, it comes death. No, what that scripture is talking about is that Jesus was the payment or the fulfillment of our sin debt. That's, that's why it goes on to say, but the gift of God. So it means to let go. It means to wipe the slate clean, to pardon. Pardon. That's what the Lord said. I will remember. I will not remember your iniquities for my sake, and remember your sins no more. Now let me just elucidate that because in the Hebrew that word mentioned that word remember means to mention. He's omniscient. He's all knowing. It's not that he forgot, 
But when he forgives, it's as if the offense never took place. Don't think he forgot. He's not a forgetful God. And that's the, the and, and when you understand the true essence of forgiveness, it's not that you forget, but because of me letting it go, it's as if. It, I know it happened, but because I let it go, it's like it never happened, so I don't mention it. So if you still mention it, perhaps, then look, don't do this. Don't let go of something and allow somebody else to cause you to pick it back up. Tell somebody, you know what, I forgave that man a long time ago. Leave, leave him alone. He going about his life, and I'm going about mine. Stop bringing it up, and if you keep it up, I'm going to pop you on the cheek. <laughs> Y'all, what? Proverbs 18, what? Six? So if they acting foolish, do what? That's Bible. Don't show it to them because I don't want somebody to use it as a justification to go show it to them. Just because I see, well, where's that at? Where's that at? I need to see it. That's why I came to that. I need, I need, because I hit somebody Friday and I need to know what. It was in my spirit. I didn't know where to go, but it was in my spirit. I knew it, but I, I didn't know where to go, but I. I is it 18 and 6? Thank you, sir. Or right, 18 and what? 6? Get that. She got it tattooed on her thing. The fools blows. It's... Fools words get them in, in constant quarrels. They are asking. Now, get it off. Get it off the screen because somebody, before they write it down, get it off. Get it off. Somebody trying to write it down. Get it off. <laughs> listen, guys. Listen. It's wiping the slate clean to pardon the counsel of debt. Listen. It's giving up my right to hurt you for hurting me. Boy, I, I'm going to try to get this to you in four minutes. It is important to remember that forgiveness is not granted because a person deserves to be forgiven. You hear this? Even with that, we didn't deserve, but because of God's love and grace. It's important to remember that forgiveness is not granted because a person deserves to be forgiven. Instead, it is an act of love, mercy, and grace. So whenever you forgive, say, listen, man, you thank God for me. That's how you look at it. I'm going to forgive you, but you thank God because I ain't want to do it. But because of the love of <laughs> Is somebody going to go say that? Don't say it like that. Just say, thank, when they receive it, just say, thank God. Thank God. Real quickly, because I want to give you some points. Who, who want to know how to forgive? I got five points I want to get to you. How to forgive. Okay, I got three minutes, but uh, uh, maybe he can give me two more. But let me first tell you what forgiveness is not. It's not pretending that the offense never happened. It's not condoning what the other person did. It, it doesn't mean that I, it's not trusting the other person. That doesn't mean I have to trust you. I can forgive you without allowing myself to become victimized by you again. Okay? Now, okay, because now those of you who are married, now there's a different, you got to put a different being on that thing. You gotta. Because you're still together. I don't trust you. Well, you're gonna have to trust. You don't have a choice but to trust me. 
with time and counseling and things like that. But my point is, uh, you understand what I'm talking about. That doesn't mean if, if a spouse hurts you or someone, family member, that you can never trust them again. But that doesn't mean I have to immediately jump right back into that and be oblivious to your actions and indiscretions. Okay? Uh, forgiveness is not uh, relieving the person of the responsibility. See, I can forgive you, but you're still going to pay for my car. Yeah. You can forgive and still seek legal justice. That doesn't mean that I can't be compensated. We ain't going to be no fool now. Uh-uh. You busted the window, you pay for it. Yeah. No, God just told me to forgive, but you're yeah, that, yeah, but you going to pay for it. I forgave you, but you're going to pay. So let's not be foolish. You see, some people, some of y'all Christians, y'all be going overboard. You slip and fall and break your leg at Walmart. Walmart ain't just, uh, don't worry about it. No, y'all owe me money, man. Look at my leg, man. If they at fault. <laughs> I was in Kroger a couple weeks ago and was uh, getting uh, some root beers, right? And when I pulled it off the shelf, Another bottle fell, and when it broke, the glass cut me on the leg. Yeah. All kind of stuff started coming through my mind. Because <laughs> it was their fault. But you see, your integrity, you know, that really wasn't, you know, so I got the whoever, the guy, and the manager came and said, hey, you know, let us know if some." I was like, look, it's nothing. You know, just, hey. But had it been worse <laughs> and required stitches, yeah, I forgave you, but you're paying this bill. So it's not relieving them from any kind of responsibilities, man. That's like getting divorced and telling your husband, I forgive you, but you're still going to help pay, take, raise these kids. Don't now forgive you. Go in peace. Yeah, you gonna go in peace, but you better be sending some money back. So we want to be balanced. For listen, forgiveness is not forgetting. Stop letting people tell you forgetting you because some things you may not never forget. But because I forgave you, I don't mention it. So it's not forgetting because every time you look, you can. At that room, it's a reminder, can be, where now you can let it serve as a healing. You know, before it served as open a can of Pintos. Now, <laughs> it serves as a reminder of healing. Listen, and, and, and forgiving does not mean you no longer feel the pain of their offense. And so here's the thing. Just like, for instance, you may have surgery or something. Well, they, they stitch you up today. But the healing takes a... So even though you forgive today, we still have to understand, yeah, it takes... I'm healing. Not with bitterness and all that other thing, but, but um, you, have to, you have to understand how deep this thing was. Okay? Now, how to forgive. What, 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 what kind of time I'm working with? Because I'm really... Huh? 38 minutes? Mm. What, what, keep going? Okay. Now, you know this is going to take up your parking lot time. <laughs> Y'all rush me to stand out here 30, 45 minutes talking about nothing. So I'm only doing it because you said we don't mind if you take a portion of our PL time. <laughs> number one, listen, let me give it to you real quickly. Number one, number one. How to forgive. And Alexander Pope said this best. To err is human, but to forgive is divine. To err is human, but to forgive is divine. Number one, with how to forgive. Number one, 
we pray in as Holy Spirit to bring us to a place where we can forgive. So we want to ask Holy Spirit, because you may not want to, but Holy Spirit, bring me to the place where I can release this thing. In other words, we are depending on God's power. Because I'm going to tell you, there may be times where you don't feel like forgiving people who wrong you. You Anybody ever been there? I'm the only one? Lord, first of all, we need to have a tell the truth session. I'm the only one. <laughs> and, and I remember who hands not raised. So, <laughs> okay. So what's number one? And let me say this again, because there, there may be times you, you don't feel like forgiving. It is actually easier to act our way into feeling than to feel our way into acting. It's easier to act our way into feeling than to feel our way into acting. That's why, you know, we, we hold on to how it made us feel. This is how that man made me feel. That's how, they, you know, that's how they, you know, they make that face when they talk to Patty. You just don't know how I feel. <laughs> y'all, th- y'all think these stories I'm telling y'all, no, this be real stuff, man. From Tuesday through Friday, all kind of stuff be going on up here. Y'all don't even know. <laughs> you just don't know, Pastor. <laughs> <clears throat> Having a nature of not forgiving others brings about bitterness. And bitterness has been linked, again, to all types of physical-related illnesses. Um, Galatians 5.25, it says this, if we claim to live by the Holy Spirit, we must also walk by the Spirit, listen to this, with personal integrity, godly character, moral courage, and watch this, our conduct, what? Empowered by Holy Spirit. So we, we, we need to seek Holy Spirit, Lord, give me the power to come to a place where I can't forgive. Number two, you pray for those who wronged you. Now, listen, all you have to do is just do this. What's number two? You do what? In Matthew 5, 43, 44, Jesus' words reveal the importance of prayer and forgiving our enemies. Listen to this. You have heard that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. Anybody heard that? Girl, I want to let them do that to me. You reap what you sow. Let me tell you something. If you reaped everything you've done, you couldn't handle the stuff that God would do. Couldn't handle God spanking you. And we should be grateful that he doesn't judge us according to what we do. Not to say there's not consequences behind your sins, but God is not coming at us when something bad happens, this is God's way of saying, you did this. No, this is my way of spanking you. Let me show you that real quick. Y'all don't have to. Go to Psalms 103. Let me show you something. 10 and 12. Let me show you something. Just for, for the person. Because it's, it's people who actually believe when things happen. This is God's way of spanking. Man, you can't handle a spanking from the Lord. Matter of fact, <clears throat> When the disciples asked Jesus to pray, and Jesus did them on a prayer, there's a portion that says, uh, forgive us our debts and we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation. Well, in the original Greek, when it says lead us not into, te- into temptation, it simply means don't lead us into a time of testing. Where he's, so when people talk about God's testing, that's why James says, man, when you've been tempted, don't say God is tempted you because he cannot be tempted with evil. We're tempted when we're drawn away by our own lust. But he has not dealt with us according to our what? Nor punished us according to our... So write that down. I got to go. Uh, Psalms 133 and 4. Just, just to show you, people thinking God's doing... No, no, man. You can handle a spanking. Now, am I saying there's no consequences behind what you do? You go out here and smack somebody and they smack you back. There's going to be consequences. Repercussions. If you, Lord, should mark, watch this, 
iniquities, O Lord, who can stand? But there is a forgiveness with you that you may be feared. Okay, now, number two is what? See, now y'all told me to go. Now y'all going out on me, man. We almost done. Come on. You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies. Bless those who do good to those who Y'all don't say do good to those who hate you? Now, we're in Matthew 5. Yeah, <laughs> 43, 44. Come on, let's read. You have heard? Say to you. Do what to your enemies? Do, you, do what to your enemies? Love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. And pray for those who what? spitefully use you and persecute you have we done this number three and I got two more we forgive through humility gotta learn how to be humble pride is when a person who's prideful is, is all about them all the attention you don't know how man, man. And, and, and sometimes people hold on to these things because now it gives them a sense of purpose and identity. And they're known by, that, you know, that's the one who, and everybody know his story. Why? Because he, he's known by that thing now. Mm, 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 mm. Unforgiveness often stems from human pride. So the logical remedy is to walk in humility. Colossians 3.12, this is in our text. So as God's own chosen people who are holy, set apart for his purpose and well beloved, beloved by God himself, put on a heart of what? Compassion, kindness. There it go. Put on humility. You want to forgive? Be humble. Number four, realize that people aren't perfect. Realize that there are people who have issues. And this is true. Every one out of every five individuals have psycho psychological problems. One out of every five people have mental disturbances. <laughs> so if we were just doing an example, it would be one, two, three, four. Watch them. Watch them. One, Two, three, four, watch her. One, two, I bet not be five. I, I bet, I bet not be five. Three, four, watch her. <laughs> now, folk counting season. Now, I would not sit in the fifth seat next because people be counting. One, two, three, four, five. So that would be one, two, three, four. Cool, cool. <laughs> hey, just look beside you. Just, just count five and just, just. So, what's number four? What's number four? Listen, guys, I got to get home to pastor, man. Y'all, come on now, y'all. Let's pay attention. See how y'all see? See how? See how? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. I received it. I receive my money that fell. I receive it. Thank you. <laughs> Realize that what? Thank you, bro. Okay. When we hate somebody, we tend to lose our perspective about that person. We often tend to dehumanize the offender when we're filled with resentment and bitterness and hurt and treat them like animals. I wish you were dead. Why would, why would you do that? I want you to feel like he'll feel what I felt, but we're talking about Christians. Ecclesiastes 7 and 20 says this. There is no one on earth who does. Well, there's one. There's always one. Never cease to amaze me because this one here now don't even want to receive this verse. That, nah, that ain't me. I'm righteous. I'm upright. I'm holy. I ain't never did anything wrong. 
I don't get it, man. I mean, it's always one. It just, just don't, that ain't never did anything wrong. <laughs> There's no one on earth who does what is right, what? All the time. And never make a mistake. So you have to realize people make mistakes. And I've told you for years, when people act crazy, just say, he's one of the who heard me say that? I've been saying it for long. So when somebody mistreats you, what you just say? He crazy. He got mental problems. You out today and somebody mistreats you, forgive him and say, I know you got mental problems, so I'm going to go and forgive you right now because you, 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 you got you. Do like this. I forgive you. See, first of all, when you hold up that fire, they can think you crazy. <laughs> All right, look, last one, last one, last one is very simple. You choose to let it go. That's what forgiveness is, letting it go. Remember, the Bible tells us, or forgiveness literally means to let it go. We recognize that forgiveness is a choice. Listen to this. When we do this, when we choose to let go, we recognize that forgiveness is a choice, not a feeling or emotion. It is a conscious choice to obey God who has freely given us. And I end with this verse. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor, perpetual animosity, resentment, strife, fault finding and slander be put away from you. Along with every kind of malice, all spitefulness, verbal abuse and malevolence. So here it is. We see it again. Put it away from you. And listen to this. When we forgive, we free ourselves of our anger, our judgments, our grievances, our resentments, and our bitterness. Notice I said you can't live better while living bitter. So when we forgive, you actually free yourself from being held captive by the offense. We free ourselves from anger, our judgments, our grievances, our bitterness, all of which interfere with our present moment, our joy and our inner peace. So I want to encourage you today. We all at some point in time have either been hurt or was the one who caused the hurt. But when it comes to forgiving, one of the things I want you to realize is that it's for us if this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.